Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This week on the Lazy Geeks podcast, DC Films Shakeup, new Tomb Raider announce, Guardians comic ending, and you'll be able to change your PSN name and tech company feuds benefit no one. X-Men Doc Phoenix details Bitcoin, not welcome on Steam, a Wolverine podcast, and Google Maps helps out people that commute and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Stephen Vargas. And I'm Adam Riley, and this is... The Lazy Geeks Podcast. that i'm oddly aroused right now no okay most Welcome people to- most people are oddly aroused when they're around me motherfucker bah, 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 bah. <laughs> jesus Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, our weekly podcast that discusses top news from the world of entertainment, gaming, comics, and technology, and sexual arousal. Oh. This is for the week of December 10th, 2017. This is this is off topic. <laughs> as is most things that I talk about. <laughs> right. Would you ever buy and be real. Would you ever buy one of them sex robots? Like no. the robot robot. Unless they look like six in huh? BSG. Um, no. Okay, let's say <laughs> sex robot. Or seven of nine. <laughs> oh. Um, sex robot that has the current technology, though, but looks like anyone you want it to look like. Hmm. That's kind of a tough call. The reason I asked this question, <laughs> my <laughs> wife was watching a news story about these fucking things. And she goes, oh, you should get one of those when I'm busy. You know, joking around, you know. <laughs> right. And I go, nah, those are useless. She goes, what do you mean they're useless? It's like, it's if you don't have a woman around, there you go. And I'm like, because it doesn't walk. And she goes, why do you need it to walk? I'm like, so it can make a fucking sandwich. That's why. She was like, what the fuck? I was like, how's it going to do the dishes? How's it going to clean my clothes? How's it going to iron? How's it going to do more shit than you do? And she goes, isn't that sexist? I go, no, it's not sexist if I'm making a robot do it. (laughs) I said, think of the possibilities. Right. Well, if anything, if you're going to want that, you know, if you're going to do that, you might as well step up from what you got, you know? Truth be told, 
if they had if they had robots that did that i would buy a male sex robot just turn the sex protocols off and tell him to go clean everything up i just don't want to do it <laughs> you know well, like, no, know. I don't. I don't want. I don't want you to suck my dick, dude. Just, just go clean the fucking kitchen, please. But if you're nice about it, maybe you never know. <laughs> it's not. It's not a homosexual act. It's a robot. I think. I don't really know. <laughs> There's a lot of new questions these days. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's not homo. It's not. Uh, it's not homosexual if you don't think it's homosexual. You know, I mean, that's. I think it's not homosexual if you don't make eye contact. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was not homosexual as long as you didn't like touch them right i think it's not homosexual if they are doing it and you're just laying there yeah right yeah that that makes more sense i'm, I'm asking for a friend is what I'm right. yeah of course of course <laughs> <laughs> i think it's not homosexual if you don't if you only enjoy half of it <laughs> you're kind of like meh about the whole situation you know? right yeah you know it's like you know it's I think it's not homosexual as long as when you orgasm, you're not saying their name. Right. I think that's not homosexual. I think it's I think it's really weird rules, but I, I think it's not homosexual is when when you do the money shot, you do it in the back of the head <laughs> and not on the front. <laughs> and that kind of ties into the eye contact stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's uncharted territory. You know there's what I mean? Cer- and there's a certain level of intimacy you just you just can't get into. Right. No, but I watched the whole. Um, I watched the whole thing with my wife. There's this whole expose about sex robots. And they're showing the um, the uh, the fucking like assembly line, and you're just seeing like <laughs> assholes, these, these like dolls. That. No, you see these dolls with, like no head, just hanging on a meat hook. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> I, I don't even know what's happening now. You know, there's some dude in the bag that like works the night shift. Like you know what? It's <laughs> <laughs> a new bat. <laughs> product testing and shit right how do you do quality control on that <laughs> i i don't know but now they have it like um, rent a train on that bitch <laughs> they were talking of, they had this chick on the show and and she was i guess she was a porn star i didn't i didn't recognize her. but they they like fucking 3d graphed her vagina Jesus. and like made it onto this machine this like robot or or it wasn't even a robot i think it was just a doll and i was like that's kind of weird. I don't know <laughs> right. why. Like, I don't like to judge people, but that seems kind of, it's like, no, I need, I need her vagina. Right. And I'm like, it's a, but you never even been in her vagina. Like why? I mean, you don't know just cause she's pretty. doesn't mean it's like the vagina. I mean, if you're like, I guess an Uber fan and not Uber as in like the but where, where car, does... car, car lifting service, but right. you know, <laughs> where does Uber fan and stalker separate? That, that's my <laughs> thing. Like if you're saying, you know what? I really want to order a 3D graph model of your vagina and fuck the shit out of it. I mean, that's more creepy than I'm going to look in your window. Right? I yeah, yeah, see that's that These are where... unanswered questions, people. <laughs> These are new questions of the 21st century that we don't have answers for. Start checking Paris for this. And we have the answers on our Patreon. That's right. <laughs> and on Switch, on our upcoming Switch app. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> do they even do apps? I don't think. And you can and you can get the and um that will be spon- we'll, we'll test the dummy sponsored by EA Access. <laughs> right. Now I completely fucked up the flow of the show. So let's go um let's let's keep it moving. <laughs> so um uh we have we have kind of uh, announcement for some changes coming in the new year 
as we only have two this including this one two episodes left to record for this year dude like two main episodes or two ep- two main episodes oh. well basically two recording sessions left of this year word yeah <laughs> so it's kind of like damn already because like you know we're we're back in May and we're talking about this shit and now it's like oh oh we're we're finally here <laughs> oh man I just looked at the calendar New Year's is on a weekend this year turn the fuck up okay <laughs> right and new year's eve is on a sunday which usually everybody's like oh it's sunday fuck so that, then you, you got you monday get... off turn up turn exactly up. <laughs> um so we we have some changes coming in uh 2018 in january um as of now this week's episode of the cheap seats will be our final episode of the cheap seats and appropriately going out discussing justice league yeah um and then uh as well as uh just another podcast uh will be and um will have ended its run with this previous episode that we did in december uh january will i'll i'm not sure yet if i'm going to throw a uh, rewind of one of those i may of that podcast but um think about with the change with the changes what was that <laughs> fucking autoplay shit <laughs> oh <laughs> that's why when the page starts loaded immediately just go and mute tab i know um that's what i've been doing anytime i go to a primarily somebody that always has you know cbr and all that shit it's just like immediately you know mute tab um but what we're gonna act what's gonna change now is we're gonna actually go with just two shows in our entire run of course, we're still going to have the the main show, this one, the Lazy Geeks podcast. And then every Friday, we're going to go with the away team on a weekly basis. So, which means we will get to a lot of more episodes <laughs> a lot quicker. So, which means we'll probably take six months to get through um, the orig- the third season before we get to the... So, we'll get to those. So, that'll be a Monday, uh, Monday Friday rotation. And just another podcast isn't going away per se. It is going away off this channel. Um, starting January, I'm going to do a middle-aged geek podcast, which is going to be off the blog that I do, which I currently have the Extended Play Movie Podcast. However, with that show, Adam will be joining me over there. Yes, sir. And it will be pretty much kind of the same context in just another podcast. And the reason why to move it over there is just simply just logistics you know we can only record so much during the week before this becomes a job um (laughs) so very true yeah and it'll be probably like 30 45 maybe on the outside an hour it's going to be a shorter run but it's definitely going to be more free flow more open and we're going to talk about anything including religion and politics um so you know it's going to be it's going to be a little more uncensored than we have here because sometimes we kind of stick to things that stick mostly to the site the other one is kind of my personal stuff so it's kind of whatever so adam has agreed to move over there with me and um discuss those shows and those shows will drop in um on our new channel in the i think it'd be the first full week uh, or the second full week of january and um, i'll give you more information as as we get to that but uh yeah so that's what we got going on right now and uh just winding down everything here and then we'll we'll get to going on that so um 
and and I'll also provide links and stuff like that where you can pick up the show on iTunes and all that stuff. As we proceed to give you what you need. Exactly. You understand. <laughs> and um, that'll and that'll be on a weekly basis too, so that's that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So our main story this week will be about feuds and how they benefit no one. But before that, why don't we uh talk about some headlines? So in entertainment news this week, Warner Brothers is looking to do some retooling of their superhero franchise if the report by Variety is correct. Earlier reports expect this to not be their problem since Warner Brothers was expected to be under AT&T's ownership by now. However, that's been delayed and Warner Brothers needs to do some major moves to continue their franchise. DC Films will be going under some restructuring next month. John Berg, which was appointed to be Jeff Johns's uh, right-hand man will be leaving his current job. The site is citing several sources that he will move to be a production partner with Roy, Roy Lee, the producer of the Lego movie and it quote. This is something that John approached me about six months ago and he expressed his goal was to ultimately be a producer at the studio. Warner brothers pictures group president Toby Emmerich said in a statement to variety. I first met John when as a producer, he brought elf, to New Line, which remains one of the best and most evergreen titles in the library. We're thrilled that John is partnering with Roy and anticipate their company being a valuable source of movies for Warner Brothers and New Line. Berg's successor will be named later. Another move will integrate the DC film operation under the main Warner Brothers arm. This will require the division to be moved into the same building rather than having a separate building on the lot. Warner Brothers' decision to, is nothing different than what Fox and Sony does with their comic properties. Marvel, having proven themselves, is autonomous from, uh, from Disney. The dramatic decision to shift their focus comes off the heels of the Justice League's less-than-stellar performance at the box office. While many critics have a displaced hatred for the film justice league was the answer to um was the answer that critics wanted after the tone of bvs and man of steel warner brothers is still committed to their built-in comic franchise which makes complete sense with aquaman completed principal production flashpoint is looking to be their way of restarting the film franchise the article is pointing that aquaman will be appearing in the film as well as ben affleck's batman Wonder Woman has already been rumored to be appearing in the film. Unfortunately, it seems that Affleck's future in the DC Universe is coming to a close. The report indicates that this will be Affleck's final bow as the Cape Crusader, which would make sense. It was the it was a conclusion that we mentioned long ago that if the series of movies went south, they always had a backup plan with making Flashpoint as a way to reset the clock. However, we never thought that it would happen this soon. They fucking listen to us. That's all I'm saying. Is they, 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 they listen to us. You already know. The, the fucking, we said this shit two years ago? Fucking like, um, yeah, like 15 I, right years ago we said this shit? <laughs> <laughs> In 1928. Listen, <laughs> we said this shit. The, the point is, and it's not, yeah, 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 we said it. But a lot of people were saying it too. It, it's DC just happened to have a storyline in their comic book. That is a get out of jail free card. It and, really is. <laughs> and it, while DC movies have been improving, I think Justice League and Wonder Woman are, are are top tier. I yeah, there's some issues, you know, of course, but they were great movies. But they're like, okay, fuck it. Now we've proven that we can do some pretty decent movies. Let's bam reset, and then do it something, do a little something different. And then you have um, Affleck wants to cut out, 
you know, so now they can put a younger Batman in there, whoever the fuck they want, really. Right. Because they don't really, who gives a fuck how old Batman is? Yeah. It's Batman, okay? I mean, I always thought it was kind of interesting that they brought in somebody who already had kind of his whole career, you know, because in essence with Batman, he's like right before, um, fuck, right before uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Like, it just seemed a little odd that they would start Batman that late. You know, last point, motherfucker. Last point. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and it's going to be dope, too, I think. Yeah. We'll see. Marvel's doing some shit, too. You want to hear about it? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear about it. We knew X Men Doc Phoenix would retell the classic X Men story bungled in 2006's The Last Stand. And now we know how it would do that. Okay? We know this shit now. You're about to know it too, because I'm about to tell you. As reported by EW, Doc Phoenix will see the younger cast of the franchise in 1992, around 10 years after X-Men Apocalypse. The mutant team the mutant team are now national heroes, with James McAvoy's Charles Xavier landing on the cover of Time magazine and inflating his ego a little too far. Well, you know, he was going to be the, the, the um, Times Man of the Year, but you know they had to do interview and a photo shoot, and he just he didn't have he time. He just didn't have time. Yeah. He didn't have time yeah. for it. Um, writer-director Simon Kingberg explains that Xavier puts the team on more and more dangerous missions, culminating in a space rescue mission gone awry, um, where a solar flare awakens Jean Grey, uh, Sophie Turner's, Doc Inner Force, the Phoenix. Drawn in part from the original Phoenix comic storyline, the film will apparently be the most sinister and somber entry in the series and includes a massive twist halfway through that will irrevocably, right? Irrevocably, um, change change the course of the <laughs> franchise, according to EW. Aside from Turner and McAvoy's characters, we'll see the return of Mystique, Jennifer Lawrence, Beast, Nicholas Holt, Storm, um, Alexandra Ship, Nightcrawler, Cody Smith McPhee, and Quicksilver, Evan Peters. Um, Jessica Chainstat will also play Shapeshifter that meets Phoenix. X-Men Doc Phoenix will be released on November 2nd, 2018, motherfucker. So this sounds interesting, but my my question is, didn't we already have an X-Men movie that's in the same universe that had Phoenix in it? Yeah. So are we just like... We're forgetting it. it. Yeah, we're just kind of forgetting it. Okay. Yeah. Because that movie wasn't that great. (laughs) However, that scene where Wolverine was climbing up that hill and his skin was getting burnt off and he just kept going... (laughs) I might have got got some feels, bro. Like, it was, was it weird good. that I got oddly aroused. I mean, I was aroused about the whole film, okay. but it's it's just it is what it is. Right, <laughs> it's not what you can do. Like, right, right. <laughs> These things happen, you know. Right, you know, it was weird because I didn't really care too much for Apocalypse. I didn't either. Um, um, it was, it just was like disjointed and. And Apocalypse looked dumb. Yeah, I'm sorry. He yeah, looked a bad cosplay. Like, that's what he looked like. <laughs> yeah. I know. There was a lot of that. I liked Magneto's storyline where he tried to be mm. human and that whole thing. But I think they just kind of gave him. They just, they, there was no payoff to it. You know, it was just, it was, it was really dumb. I, I just, I didn't like it. And I'm sorry, you know, people like Sophie Turner. I'm not a big fan of her in this series. I wasn't really taken with her. And it could be the fact that, you know, we, we, we had Famig Jansen. You know, as um, 
as yeah. uh, as um, her for quite so some time. And hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still remember her as the Bond girl, something mm-hmm. on a top, you know. <laughs> she, would cr- she would crush you with her legs, and it's like, hey, you know what? There's worse ways to go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm. I don't know. I would just because it was such a disappointment because we had just come off of Days of Future Past, which was actually so good, and then you have Apocalypse, and you're just kind of like, okay, this is really ultra lame. Like the so. X Men, the X Men franchise right now has become a franchise. A few movies back, where I just don't care. Like I'll hear a movies coming out, and I'm like, okay, yeah. And I just don't give a shit. You know what I mean? So well, what's what's funny to me is that you have this whole thing, and um, the X Men universe has become the movie universe has become the DC comic universe right? of all, you know, where it's just like, okay, I have no idea what the hell's going on now. And who knows if this Disney and um, Fox deal goes through, maybe we'll be able to straighten some of it out. And with some of those actors leaving after this one, it'd be a good way to reboot it. Just throw Deadpool in there. You know what they should do? <laughs> no, no, no. That's it. It's the X-Men and Deadpool's every Here we X-Men. Go. Here we go. All those actors are leaving, right? Mm-hmm. Next X-Men movie. Would do a spin on a on a on a popular comic book um, bit. Deadpool kills the X. Oh. Have him just kill them all off. You know what? If Marvel decided like, hey, let's reboot everything. Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not just the X Men, but everything. Like you just just redo it. It's like that's <laughs> it's a lot more brutal than Flashpoint. But hey, you know what? <laughs> That would be cool. Since they since they obviously paid attention to us with that Warner Brothers bit, let's let's make it happen. Right, Deadpool right, exactly. Kill everybody. If this if this deal turns out to be, I've been very hesitant to report a lot about the DC Fox thing until it actually happens. Um, but I was thinking that if this actually happens, and I think I told you, if this actually happens, we can really have, and they just have to redo the Sony deal. We can actually have. A Marvel superhero Secret Wars. Yeah. Too bad we've already had a Secret Wars. And we're gonna have to. No, we forget. had Civil War. Oh, Civil War. That's had, true. Yeah, we didn't haven't uh, had a Secret Wars. My mistake. So that would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not going on into comic news. I mean, gaming news. How about we do gaming before comic? That's we should. Fair. We usually yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in gaming news, to put it bluntly. There's a new Tomb Raider game coming. Square Enix announced via Twitter on Thursday the publisher did not give any specifics or even drop the title of the game. According to their Twitter post, Square Enix is taking a different approach to announcing games. Via the Twitter post, Square Enix is excited to share some big news with you next year. Honestly, we wish we could share it with you right now, but we're taking a new approach this time. A new Tomb Raider game is coming. Driven by our goal to of putting our fans first, we want you to know that it won't be very long between the official reveal and when you can play. Our journey together will begin with a major event in 2018. We can we simply can't wait to take you on Laura Cross defining adventure. Now, the major question is which studio is going to be working on the game? Crystal Dynamics had been working on the previous games, but is working on an Avengers game. Late October 2016, rumors surfaced that Thief and Dust X studio EDO Montreal was working on it. The rumor also indicated that the title of the game would be Shadow of the Tomb Raider. 
Uh, game historian Liam Roberts, who has way too much time on his hands, <laughs> claims that the that they spell out the word shadow with the first word of each sentence. You take that as you will. And I, I looked at it and I was like going, wait, S-H-A-D. Oh, shit, it does spell shadow. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so who knows? But I, I, you know, some people are probably like, so what do you mean they're taking a different approach? We didn't really realize they were going to have a new, uh, the second game, which was Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think. Or what was it? Rise of the Tomb Rise Raider? Rise of the Tomb Raider, yeah. Yeah. Um, which was the sequel to the to the previous game. We didn't even know that was coming for the longest time. And and everybody was wondering if it was even going to happen. Then they finally announced it. And then it took like another year or two before we actually got it, which is usually what most companies do. We usually hear about a game before we actually, you know, ever get close to seeing it. So it looks like Square Enix is going to try to go like, hey, we got the new game coming out. And then maybe later that year they dro- actually drop the game so you can be like oh you, you can capitalize on the excitement because sometimes what happens with other games is you get excited about it at first then you're like fuck i thought it came out already and then it finally comes out and you're kind of like eh, i'm oh, kind of over it yeah i'm kind of like, over I'll it wait till it goes on sale and then you just forget about it <laughs> exactly i'll wait till it shows up on um you know on a uh, uh game pass <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i still haven't played the second one I have it. I still haven't played it either. I have such a backlog of games. It's when you get that backlog that it's just no point. <laughs> if you just like, I might as well just not play video games now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but the, but the thing is, the thing is, is I haven't bought any new games except I'm still, still. I don't know why I'm still debating on it. La Noir. I um, I I also told myself I can't buy any new games until I go through these old ones. But I had to scoop up. On the fucking deal on the Nintendo store for my three my three DS, where it had um, Zelda Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages for three bucks each. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and that doesn't count though, because that's a, those are Game Boy Color games. That right. doesn't that doesn't count. That was just part of the backlog, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of backlogs, here's some Steam Steam news here. Valve has confirmed that it that will no... It was a what, really odd segue, but okay. Listen, because half my backlog is in Steam. Oh. Valve has confirmed that it will no longer support Bitcoin as a payment option on Steam. The decision is due to high fees and vol- the volatility... Volatility. Volatility and the value of Bitcoin. I didn't even know they took Bitcoin. I think I heard something about them taking Bitcoin. In the f- but, I, but I don't have Bitcoin, so it's kind of yeah, like I don't whatever. give a fuck, right? In the past few months, we've seen an increase in the volatility (laughs) in the value of Bitcoin and a significant increase in the fees to process transactions on the Bitcoin network, the company explained in its post. For example, transaction fees that are charged to the customer by the Bitcoin network have skyrocketed this year, topping out at close to $20 a transaction last week, compared to roughly $0.20 when we initially enabled Bitcoin. Unfortunately, value... Valve has no control over the amount of the fee. These fees result in unreasonably high costs for purchasing games when buying with Bitcoin. The high transaction fees cause even greater problems with when the value of Bitcoin itself drops dramatically. Valve noted that while Bitcoin has traditionally been volatile in value, <laughs> the degree of volatility 
<laughs> for the popular they just love that word don't they yeah. for the popular cryptocurrency has become unsustainable over the past few months more quotes the value of bitcoin is only guaranteed for a certain period of time so if the transaction doesn't complete within that window of time then the amount of bit of bitcoin needed to cover the transaction can change the company can clarify <laughs> the amount it can charge has been increasingly re increasing recently to the to a point where it can be significantly different. The normal resolution for this is to either refund the original payment or ask the user to transfer additional funds to cover the remaining balance. In both these cases, the user is hit with the Bitcoin network transaction again. Valve has, has seen an increased number of customers caught in this circumstance and has removed Bitcoin as a payment option on Steam response. Valve may reconsider whether Bitcoin could return as a payment option at a later date. So here's here's two things I want to say. One, Steam I is no fucking clues to what they what that just all said. No, they're actually <laughs> I actually do have somewhat of a clue of, of something. So of something <laughs> on this thing. Um, first and foremost, Valve is Valve should be applauded for this move because they're seeing a situation where customer satisfaction, customer experience is is being shit on. Right. And and they've decided to, to just be like, fuck it. You know, it's not worth it. Another thing is, too, everyone talks about how Bitcoin's the future, right? And Bitcoin's yeah. way better than money. This is what happens when no one regulates anything. Yeah. You, you're the fucking value. Every time I look at Bitcoin, which granted is not that much, <laughs> the value is significantly different. And it goes up and it goes down. It goes up and it goes. Down. It's a fucking mess. Yeah. Like to even try with this the stock market makes more sense than bitcoin <laughs> and these transaction fees forget it it's it's not worth it steam can't steam can't anticipate it fast enough to make it a viable source so if you're upset and there's a few people in the comments on here that are upset that they won't take bitcoins first of all you know your ass ain't got that many bitcoin yeah like stop it i'm always weary of a currency that so so cash right i have to go to work and do something. I have to provide a service to a company and then they give me money. It's saying, hey, thanks for working. Here's some money. I'm like, cool. Bitcoin, I just build a machine and turn it on and then walk away from it. I'm not doing anything. Right. So fuck no. That's on one, it sounds shady as fuck. And two, it sound it doesn't sound stable at all. Because there's no such thing as easy money. You can get easy money, but it ain't gonna last that long, or you're doing something nefarious to get it. But also, like, what what happens if it fails? Like, what if everything goes completely? Then shit? you're fucked because you're, it's not insured. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Because there's no insurance on it. It's not like the FDIC is gonna insure you for. Oh, you said you had this many Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go fuck yourself. There's people on here. I guess I can stop pimping my GPU now. <laughs> you guys and your made up internet money. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> oh, here's a, here's a good one. Bullshit excuses. Basically, my theory is Valve crashed out. Their BTC now for USD and made a fuck ton of money. Now the price of Bitcoin is too high for them to buy, and they are proceeding a burst. Um, they are likely hoping for a crash slash burn, so they can then re-enable Bitcoin transactions again and do it all over again. First of all, here's here's another key point. Every time someone talks about Bitcoins, they sound like they're on fucking crack. <laughs> like it doesn't even make any sense. Like it makes sense. But you read it and you're like, what the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> right. You know, and there's someone who responds to him and he goes, you're a conspiracy theorist whack job. Um, mm -hmm. 
this is plainly like I said before. This is Valve seeing. Listen, this this is not good for customers. Like they they're gonna they're getting upset. They're 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 seeing the future of this where people are just going to be pissed and they're not going to you can't yell at Bitcoin. It's it. There's no thing overseeing Bitcoin. Right. You know, cash money, baby. That's what makes the world go around. You want to buy a game? Take out 20 bucks and buy a fucking game. But why? Why not can just, you know, have computers do it for me? Because it's bullshit. <laughs> and that's another thing, too. So <laughs> with the the. uh the um, value of Bitcoin changes so much and so dramatically. So you pay, you pay um, Valve the equivalent of twenty dollars in Bitcoins. The next week, it's like now ten dollars of Bitcoin. So what the fuck? I was like, mm-hmm. fuck you. You know, like I, I need twenty bucks. That's what I need for this <laughs> right. game. I don't need this silly shit. <laughs> like we, we got to keep the lights on here too. Shit. Exactly. I'm sorry, SRP. Don't fucking take Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. So, moving on into something that makes a little more sense. Comic news. I have a headache. (laughs) (laughs) One of the biggest surprises that you will learn here from Marvel Comics, Guardians of the Galaxy has been canceled. What made this story interesting was due to the fact that the previous solicitation for issue 151 for February, on Tuesday it was announced that Guardians of the Galaxy will end with 151. Writer Jerry Dugan confirmed the news in a tweet. Of course, you can see the animated, uh, the gift introduces the soul gem and shows off Adam Warlock. Uh, Marvel Comics has recently changed the Infinity Gems to Infinity Stones to line up with the huge film coming out in May. Uh, in play, in place of 151, count, uh, actually, let me read that tweet first from Jerry Dugan. It says, folks, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy is wrapping at 150. But it's pit. It was, but it's because I pitched a story to Marvel that was way bigger than just Guardians. Huge stories are coming your way at the beginning of February. More soon, uh, in place of issue one fifty one, Countdown Adam Warlock number one and Infinity Countdown Prime number one. The huge story Jerry Dugan pitched to Marvel revolves around Infinity Stones as pub as the publisher promotes the Infinity Countdown for February with the image of resurrected Wolverines. Uh, with a resurrected Wolverine, Star-Lord, and Captain Marvel in possession of the power, space, and reality stones, respectively. Uh, the Everything begins in February. So it looks like just simply because instead of, I guess, pawning off the... Uh, we can probably assume that the uh, um, Infinity Countdown is going to impact the Guardians. So instead of keeping the Guardians going with another writer, they probably just end it and restart it when it's done. Yeah. I mean, which I'm cool with. I I rather have that than the story keeps changing. Then and once they wrap it up, then you get that drastic change in the last issue to line up with whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, it was like go out on top kind of thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like don't play games with it. It is kind of interesting that it's being canceled though with the popularity of the God of the Galaxy film space. Yeah. But you know, yeah, people ain't reading. People ain't reading. <laughs> Just the way it is. Um. I thought I was going to sneeze. <laughs> but you didn't. But I did. Okay. False alarm, people. Everybody calm down. Big news, um, people. Right. Wolverine is always... This is, this is fucking dope, by the way. I I've been heard he- this. I've been hearing about like, this all I, week. I'm going to like. I'm gonna listen. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I read the news story, and then people at work were telling me. Like, it's all types of shit. Because I actually found some geeky dudes at work. We've been kicking it. Nice. Finally. Yeah. Um, 
Wolverine is always telling us how he's the best there is at what he does. But we never guess that what he does is host podcasts. But that's the takeaway today, as Marvel announced that Wolverine will be the star of the company's first scripted podcast. Welcome to my podcast, bub. (laughs) Dubbed Wolverine the Long Night. This 10-episode series features an original storyline written by Benjamin Piercy, Green Arrow, and starring Richard Armitage, which this is exciting. So he's from The Hobbit as the voice of the X-Men himself, Wolverine. The series will focus on a group of investigators voiced by Celia Keenan, Bolger, Addo, Essendo, and Andrew Keenan, Bolger. So they're either brother and sister, or they fucking one of the, <laughs> one of the two, trying to solve a series of murders in rural Alaska. Naturally, Wolverine becomes their prime suspect. Um, by the way, and I should say this, does it say it here? Hold on. No, it does not. Um... So Richard Armitag, I'm probably saying his last name wrong. He was um, Thorin in The Hobbit. He was oh. the main. He was the leader of the dwarves. This dude, he got that voice, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he, you're gonna be listening to this shit <laughs> when he sung. When he sung um, that song, I got chills because you know that's my favorite book right. when I was a kid. I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> I was aroused. Just saying, <laughs> right? Um, so. The Long Night is said to be inspired by true crime podcast Serial and S-Town, along with a healthy dose of the HBO series True Detective for good measure. The series will debut exclusively on Stitcher Premium, wonderful, in spring 2018 before hitting wide releases on all podcast apps where everyone else will listen to it later in the fall. If you look at this, the success of Serial and S-Town, it has everything to do, I think, with their investigative formats, the way the listeners become complicit in their narrative, Piercy told Mashup. They're co-authors, they're literary detectives, because they're piercing together the clues alongside the reporters, and I wanted to take a similar approach to that. All in all, 2018 is shaping up to be a huge year for Wolverine. The character recently returned to life in Marvel's comic book universe, and new rumbles about Disney nearing a purchase of 21st Century Fox could mean that will finally see the iconic X-Man make his MCU debut. I'm actually more excited to see Wolverine in, in the Avengers and Spider-Man. Yeah. To be real, because he's so fucking just like combative with everyone. <laughs> like, fuck it, fuck all of you. You know, Spider-Man's like, what do you want me to do, boss? You know, fuck. <laughs> I want someone to come in and be like, Captain America goes, I need you to go over here. And he's like, who the fuck you think you talking to? <laughs> like, I, I want him to roll up on, um, on fucking, uh, Pepper Potts, look at Tony. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck your girl, just so you know. I'm just giving you the heads up. Listen, I already fucked your girl, okay? (laughs) I'm gonna fuck your girl, and it's not because I want to, it's because she wants to. I want you to understand that detail, okay? (laughs) I'm giving in to her, okay? Just so you know. Wolverine's a badass, though, and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more of him. I'm looking forward to this podcast, too, although I'm not paying for Stitcher Premium to fucking listen to it outside your damn mind. I'll just wait till it comes out and everything I'll wait till the fall. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. But um, I'm really excited about that voice acting. It's going to, I think this is, especially if Marvel's, like Marvel is exclusively doing it. I think it's going to be dope because I've actually started to listen to um, the homies at work too. They're talking about, they're talking about this one podcast where it's like a a zombie apocalypse or whatever. And it's the survivors and, Mm -hmm. and it's a podcast, like stuff like that. It's really dope. Like when it's well put together, it's yeah. like those old radio dramas, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's real cool to listen to but uh that was like on um what was it the the was it the long halloween yeah when they read it oh that was dope yeah like i'm I'm starting to dig that stuff like at work you know something different to listen to yeah um but still listen to this podcast um you know because we we do it up right here that's right we just we we just keep it real yeah really (laughs) all right moving on into technology news this comes from Engadget. Many a gamer has had regrets about their choice of usernames. XXX Death Crusher 420 XXX might not be quite so appealing in adult life as it was in your teenage years. And for PlayStation fans, it has been a big problem when your PSN name has always been set in stone. Sony may have seen the light, though. In an interview with PlayStation Experience, the company's Sean Layden said he hoped to ha- he hoped to have a name change option available by next year's experience. So what's the holdup? Layden didn't dive into specifics, but he said the technical solutions were more complicated than you think, even though Microsoft managed to uh, <laughs> figure that out. Um, as GameSpot notes, Layden said in 2014, yes, 2014, that Sony had to take steps to prevent gre- uh, griefing. He didn't want trolls to cause havoc in one game, change their name, and promptly ruin someone else's play, ses- play session. There's also a matter of making sure that all your friends see the changes. It's unclear whether or not Sony might ask to pay to change your handle, as Microsoft does on Xbox Live, again, to discourage griefing, but settling up their those exchanges could involve some work as well. There's no guarantee that Sony will have name changes in place. As you might have noticed, it's been ta- it's been talking about ideas for years. The narrow time frame suggests the feature is getting close. However, it's easy to see it becoming a higher priority given that the PSN account is increasingly vital to make full use of your PlayStation 4. Technical problems, my fucking ass. Microsoft, they, did, they said the letting, same. They said the same thing about making games backwards compatible. But dude, yeah, my, oh, some games been, do. Microsoft's been letting us change our fucking Xbox tag since three six. Like it, and they even make a little money off. Man. I think it's like twenty bucks, and you can get. Or they think it's like ten bucks. Like, stop it, just stop it. And I need to change my PlayStation tag. I don't really care because I don't play my PlayStation anymore. But mine's like all like fucking capital on. Un- lowercase capital lowercase underscore <laughs> like it's all that leap bullshit you know yeah stupid yeah, I, I i had um i mean fortunately on my xbox 360 i didn't really have much on it so it really wasn't a big deal when i changed it you know because you know doing blow off your titty you know didn't really sound good when you're at work <laughs> and like so what's your gamer's tag name um uh fucking your mom 69 <laughs> you're so stupid shit <laughs> yeah Doing your mom 69, 420. <laughs> 420 Blaze. <laughs> um, it actually reminds me, I need to change my um, 360 tag. Because it's Lazy Sapien or Duh Lazy Sapien. That's what it is. <laughs> D-A Lazy Sapien. <laughs> I want to change it to that Sapien TLG, motherfucker. <laughs> Keep it real. Sapien um, long dick. <laughs> <laughs> shit. They already know. I don't need to put that in the tag. So, Lazy Sapien long dick. Lowercase x, capital X, lowercase x, you know dis. <laughs> Man with like eight <laughs> right. A's. Right. So I've been waiting this entire podcast to read this fucking story because you don't understand how important this is until you ride transit. The struggle. The struggle. <laughs> Google Maps will make taking the train or the bus in places you're visiting a lot less stressful, according to TechCrunch. 
The app will soon guide you through every step of a mass transit ride, including telling you when it's time to get off. Once the feature rolls out, you'll apparently find a stop button at the top at the bottom of the screen when you look up how to go to a certain destination. If you tap that button, you'll get live updates on where you are as you walk or as you ride as your ride moves. Not only within the app, but also on your Android lock screen. You probably oh, nice. won't right. You probably won't need a feature like that if your daily for your daily commute. But if you're traveling to a new city, state, or country with a transit system that can be overwhelming for first-timers, then it could be a godsend. Simply glance at your lock screen to see where you are, if your GPS and mobile internet are working inside the vehicle, that is. Or, <laughs> or wait for your phone to tell you that you've arrived. You can even scroll up and make sure you're going the right way. TechCrunch says the feature will go live soon. Soon is in quotes, by the way. So mm-hmm. that means it's, it's coming, but no one knows. But make sure to check your app right now it might have already rolled out to random users for testing the concept isn't completely new transit's self-titled app has a go um feature that the fuck is transits hold up might be the company or the people that are developing it no it's just some fucking app that i'm gonna check out now um (laughs) so yeah it's on it there's there's another app that does something similar but this is this will be baked into your phone this is pretty fucking dope because motherfuckers be falling asleep on the train. I see them every day. These poor bastards just trying to get to work or whatever. And they'd be like, oh, shit. Just yeah. out. Now your phone's going, hey, wake up, asshole. It's time to get off. That's fucking dope. Yo, bitch. Get up. <laughs> yo, bitch. And then it works for me, too, because when I You're ride. W- fuck you. When I ride home, it's dock out. Now, most of the time, the buses will be like, now approaching, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. And then I'll know where I'm at. But a lot of times that shit don't work. Or the yeah. bus driver turns it off or whatever whatever it is that happens. So I'm staring out this window like, fuck, where am I? <laughs> you know, so I would love the fucking You're thing like to a dog in a car at. sticking your head out the window. <laughs> right. So I would love that fucking thing to tell me where I'm at so I know when to get off. So this is dope. Big pimping. Spending cheese. Okay. <laughs> now, if you just ride a car to work every day, then you don't give a fuck. But basically, this is just going to be. No, like, it could be too if you're going into like you're going to an area that you're not familiar with. We have a Google Google Maps Google already Maps. does that for driving. Hmm. It already gives you turn by turn navigation, tells you exactly where you are. So now they're just moving that feature to the transit thing. You just have to add a few extra things to it. But um, and then also I know when they roll this out, what cities are they going to have at first? You know yeah, what I mean? it's gonna be like, like L.A., New York, San Francisco, maybe Phoenix. Phoenix usually, if it's Phoenix, which is where I live, by the way, um, Phoenix will. If it's not on the first round, it'll be on the second because it goes by population, and Phoenix yeah. is like the fifth or sixth largest fucking metropolitan area in the country. So it gets there some at some point, <laughs> just not immediately. I think the only one that um doesn't have Phoenix is that app you use. Um, what's it called? What app do you use for the buses? You use a different app. Oh, no. I, I've gone to uh, Google Maps. Oh, okay. Well, you used to use an app, and it didn't have City Phoenix. City Mapper? City Mapper, yeah. City yeah. Mapper. Yeah, they oh. started getting whacked on their shit, and then I ended up going to uh, going to uh, Google Maps because they actually now they actually tell you if a bus is delayed. Yeah, Google Maps is legit. Like People are always at the bus confused. They're like looking out in the street. I just pull my phone up. Oh, it's about two minutes away. Yeah. You know, like it's fucking spot on. 
Yeah, and there and then uh, apparently the Metro out here actually developed their own app, and it's supposed to have. I mean, they obviously it's not working today, which is the day I downloaded because they this is the time that they change schedules, so it usually doesn't get uploaded up, updated until Monday. Um, but you can actually download the PDFs of the bus schedules if you need it. Yeah, I ha- um, Phoenix has that too, but the thing that bugs me. Like, I have the transit book in my backpack because you never know when your phone's going to be dead. Then I also have the PDFs of my routes on the phone. But the app is just a trip planner, and it's not as good as Google. So mm. I don't even fucking use it. <laughs> well, it's just, um, I've seen their stuff where it's like, you know, up to the minute, like stuff like that is your is your train or bus delayed or whatever. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to test it. I'm still going to use Google Maps, but I'm going to test it and compare and see how, how accurate that shit is. I'm about to download this transit thing if they have my city. And they do. Hmm. So I'll download that. We got Arizona circa 1946. Right. There's <laughs> one bus. One, and there's one street. It goes right through. <laughs> I'll download that and check that out. Um, All right. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So um, our main story tonight is feuds and technology company feuds to be more exact so this this i'm going to read the article which is the source of our our conversation tonight this comes from the verge Three months ago, YouTube pulled its programming from Amazon's Echo Show device, the first skirmish in what is apparently an ongoing war. Shortly after Amazon stopped selling the Nest E thermostat, Nest's Q, uh, I'm sorry, Nest's Camera IQ, and the Nest Secure alarm system, two weeks ago, Amazon got YouTube back on the Echo Show to simply direct users to the web version, a workaround that left a lot to be desired, but even that version won't be available after today. Um, In the statement uh, this afternoon, a YouTube spokesperson announced that the company will withdraw support of its service on both the Echo Show and, most importantly, Amazon's Fire TV. Quote, we've been trying to reach reach agreement with Amazon to give customers access to each other's products and services, but Amazon doesn't carry Google products like Chromecast and Google Home, doesn't make Prime Video available for Google Cast users, and last month stopped selling some of Nest, um, Nest's latest products. Given this lack of res- uh, reciprocity, we are no longer supporting YouTube on Echo Show and Fire TV. We hope we can reach an agreement to resolve these issues soon. YouTube will be pulled from Echo Show today, which was last week. Customers who own a Fire TV will start seeing not- a notification starting last week warning them that the service will be unavailable as of January 1st, 2018. Perhaps Google is hoping that the threat of losing YouTube on its main streaming device will force Amazon to negotiate a a truce both sides can live with before the new year. For bonus points, try asking Alexa Alexa um, to order you a Chromecast and see how she responds. The author here says... uh, it, he was offered a Fire Stick, t- uh, Fire TV stick, and then a Roku before she ran out of options. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't the first that we've heard of, you know, uh, technology feuds. 
companies, products, and primarily with Amazon, because Amazon is on this 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 bench for world domination, where it wants to be your one stop shop. And up and uh, the last, apparently they've kind of made peace with Apple, who just recently released their Prime um, Video service on Apple TV. And now we got to wait and see if Apple's going to start, if the, uh, Amazon's going to start selling Apple's Apple TV on there, because I noticed that it said it was released the other day. And I go, oh shit, I have an Apple TV. I wonder, went on there. Sure enough, there was, it was updated and it was right there, right next to Netflix. Um, and, but for a long time, you couldn't get Prime on Apple TV, nor could you even buy an Apple device on Amazon. One of the problems with this, and primarily if you're going to, you know, Apple, T- I mean, um, uh, Amazon Fire TV, YouTube is huge. Yeah. I mean, for me, we if that, all use it. <laughs> yeah. Re, re, and re, irregardless of, of how often you use it, we all use it. And if I didn't have YouTube on any of my devices, basically, I told Adam that, you know, I was actually thinking of getting a Fire TV, but if they're not having YouTube on there, I'm not getting it. Because what's the point? Because Amazon has been fighting with Apple for so fucking long. That it's kind of like, you know, Amazon really is just, they want you to buy all their products and that's it. They're just which, hurting themselves. Yeah. Which sucks because of the fact that, you know, most co- my, like most companies, most companies that sell a product will sell it even if they don't make a very strong rate of return. You know, big chain stores like Best Buy, Fry's, Target you know, sell certain things. And then there were some, I think it's, was it Target that stopped selling Amazon products because Amazon kept cutting into, <laughs> cutting into Target. Right. So they, they stopped selling Amazon, Amazon things. But I think even some now you can get Amazon products again at, at some Target. You can here. Yeah. Yeah. In but, Phoenix, but here is Phoenix, by the way. Right. Um, yeah, it, they're not hurting anyone but the customer. Really, it's right. it's uh, you're just making it a pain in the ass. Um, no one really truth. Truth be told, the majority of people who aren't geeky about it give a fuck about the device. Right. They they want the service. They they mm-hmm. need the service. And when you have this service and this one, but it's not on this one and that one's on this one, it, it's no one wants eight fucking boxes under their TV. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, and then you have. I always tell people when they're like, oh, I want to stream and I use a lot of different apps and stuff. I just tell them, get an Xbox. Yeah. Like, don't even bullshit with everything else. Like, just get an Xbox. You know, and you're you're good to go. Or a PlayStation, I guess. But, you know, you, you're good to go. Actually, don't get a play. What does the PlayStation not do? What? I forget. There's something the PlayStation doesn't do. I think you can't watch Hulu TV on it. I think that's why I didn't use it. Mm. But, um, yeah, it... it it, it creates this fucking just bullshit universe that you have to exist in where where it's like, I can watch this on this, but then I have to switch the other input to watch this on this. Right. And it's just a pain in the ass. And it, it's so childish, too. Like, to the consumer, it looks like these companies are fighting like, no, uh, like, right. you can't, I'm going to take my toys and go play with someone else. Like, fuck off. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, I mean, it is true that. Amazon can look at a situation and sit there and go, well, yeah, yeah, well, they're going to go and look at Amazon first. 
Right. True, they may. But then again, if they don't see it on Amazon and they're like, well, I want to see what this is about, they're going to find it somewhere else. And Amazon exactly. loses entirely. So, I mean, and here's the thing, here's the big issue is that you have companies that want to diverse, diversify and go into certain ecosystems. You have Hulu who did, went into Hulu TV, but PlayStation doesn't want to do it because they have PlayStation Plus. It's like, or PlayStation View, PlayStation View, that's it. You know, but at the same time, it's like, so you would rather them go out and buy another, another thing to end up most likely, uh, let me put it, let me put it in a situation like, like uh, my situation. Let me say like, so you'd rather have me go through my Xbox to see Hulu TV, to sign up for that. And then maybe go, oh, their interface is actually cleaner. Oh, they have a lot more than the PlayStation does. And suddenly the PlayStation sits there. Right. Which and is what's it, happening in my house. Yeah. Or you have a situation where I'm using an Apple TV device, but I'm annoyed because I have to have another product if I want to watch Amazon Prime because they have a skirmish. And then I end up going onto my, you know, my Sony Blu-ray player, which hap- happens to have Amazon and probably a few more apps that it doesn't have on the other ones. And then I can actually go ahead and go through there. And it just creates, you you prevent people from getting an ecosystem. And that's the problem is they all want people to get into an ecosystem. But because of this stupid little bullshit kid, you know, kid attitude, they're preventing people from going into going into an ecosystem. I think Amazon is the, the most difficult one to watch out of all of them because Amazon steps on everybody's toes. Yeah. Like they're trying, they, they're trying to be the end all be all of storefronts. Both, both digital and, and otherwise, you know. So it's it. A lot of different companies like fuck Amazon. Like I don't want I don't want to deal with their shit. And it's like okay, then you're just gonna piss everybody off. Yeah. You know, and then people aren't gonna use your shit. So you're you're if you're, and that's a perfect example. Like let's say, and and this is not true, but let's just to use an example. Let's say Apple one day gets gets pissed off and they're like, ah, oh, fuck you. I'm Amazon can suck a dick. I'm I'm not I'm not putting their shit on my stuff. Then people who are in that ecosystem are gonna go, okay, well I'm not gonna use my Apple TV anymore. All right. Exactly what you said. And they're gonna go buy a Fire Stick. And then if one or the other has the most on it at some point, people are just going to stay on that one thing. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to be like, oh, but I really like how I can watch Netflix on the Apple TV. No, no one gives a fuck about that. They're just <laughs> right. going to use the one thing. You know what I mean? I mean, there's right. some devices that have access and they do suck dick. <laughs> one, <laughs> yes. one, one thing that sucks, I have a Roku TV mm-hmm. and their apps are a little dated oh my god that it it's it's like looking at a playstation 2 screen it's so like it's just that's why i mean because i had there was the oh i think it was because amazon prime i my brother has an old has an old roku and you know he and i got him uh, for christmas a couple years ago i got him a blu-ray player that has all the apps that he really needs you know which is like four (laughs) <laughs> and uh and and yeah i decided well i'll go with the roku because they actually do this i couldn't get past the interface it was just so clunky and so ugh that i ended up going back to my apple tv and just dealing with it without it without amazon now i'm like oh cool amazon's on there so now it's kind of like okay cool i'm i'm here like we have a roku tv and it's serviceable like i can get into it watch it whatever but 
we usually just turn the Xbox on. Like, I don't think my Xbox ever turns off. <laughs> like, it's constantly on, and it works perfectly. I actually had a call Hulu last night because they said that my home location has been changed the maximum amount of times. Like, what are you talking about? So I, I call him, or I did the chat thing, right. and he resets it. And I'm like, okay, well, why did this happen? And he goes, well, it shows that someone's been watching your account in California. Now, that's my sister-in-law. And I go, is that a problem? And he says, it's it's not if you don't have Hulu TV, but because you have Hulu TV and it has local content on it, oh, there's I see. stipulations. I go, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. She doesn't need to watch it then. You know, I was like, whatever. Because <laughs> she barely watches it anyway. But it's it's just like you can pay for your own Hulu. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, so, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, local TV. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't an issue when I had normal Hulu, but it's an issue with the local TV because now you got other hands in the fucking sugar bowl. And they're like, right. hey, wait a minute. And there's certain st- contract stipulations that they got. Right. Out. So I understood. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm in, I know. I mean, enough. she sucks. She sucks. Did good, but not that good. My sister-in-law. <laughs> um, if, but you didn't deny it. All you just stop <laughs> it. I, um, I under, I know enough about the quote unquote industry to know hmm. the legality to not be like, well, that's fucking bullshit. It's like, yeah, it is bullshit, but there's nothing you can do about it. Right. These are the contracts that are It's signed. like MLB or NFL. Right. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, the MLB sucks dick. <laughs> or fucking <laughs> their shit. They're a little too restrictive. But. Yeah. Oh, wait. You If you just if you walk five miles outside your house, you'd be in the other. Oh, yeah. Then you're blacked out. Right. Thanks. <laughs> oh, you're across the street from the ballpark? You can't watch the games. That's, that's <laughs> technically in it. You need to go to the games because you're right. close. Like, <laughs> you what? To, I don't care how you see the game from there. Go to the top of your roof and try to look over into the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you you look out your window and there's a dude holding a big black banner right in your view. You can't see it. <laughs> you fucking dick. I know. But, you know, and, and the thing with the feuds is that it goes far beyond just Hulu and, and, um, and Google. I mean, not Hulu, <laughs> Amazon and Google, because you have other apps that block them out. The ones there's very few that allow you to have free access to everything. And we're talking like Xbox, you know, Roku, you know, there's very few that allow you to have all of those. But then there are stuff like Sony and a prime example of Sony is, is that, oh, well, we're not they don't allow those because they have PlayStation View. And somehow they seem to think that they're the that brand loyalty is going to circumvent everything else. It, it's not so much. Brand loyalty because, doesn't exist anymore. No, for the most part, it's it, you're loyal to whoever's providing your things to you. As soon as they stop, and, and the, actually the, providing the most to you. And the perfect example is with me and Microsoft. Like, for a while, I wasn't using Windows. I was using Linux because they were fucking up. It was like Windows 8. And it was all just dumb. And I was oh, like, right. I'm not with it. Then Windows 10 rolls out. It works fine for me. I'm off Linux. Like, th- th- there was no loyalty there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just whatever works. You know, so it's... And I think Microsoft is the smartest one in all this anyway because they have the Xbox. And they're like, listen, we're going to get deals with all of the content providers. And we're going to have it in-house. And I think that they have that ability, though, because they have the revenue for it. Everyone's paying for Xbox Live. Right. You know, so they can cover it. A Roku, you're not paying Roku monthly. Right. You're just buying it once. And their shit is cheap. 
Yeah. And Roku cheap. box like 30 bucks. You know what I mean? But it's and Google was smart about it, too, because you buy a Chromecast, you're just getting it off your fucking phone. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it has no. I actually hate the Chromecast. I do. I, I bought one when it, I bought the first gen. I didn't use it after like four months. Like we have the Chromecast. It works. And we yeah. have the Chromecast in the boys room and the PlayStation is in the girls. room. I've now I've now separated the two because they <laughs> having them all in the room. I thought they were going to kill each other. Um. <laughs> So the girls, they can put Netflix on, no issue, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then with the boys, hey, dad, can you put this on your phone? Or hey, and it's it's like, fuck, why does this device need this device yeah. to play on this device? It's just it's just convoluted. It's just a bullshit thing. That's why I'm going to go buy the new Xbox and then put the old one up in their room and call it a fucking day. Um, Xbox X? Yeah. Nice. You fucking heard me. I'm going to buy that shit next year. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully in the beginning of the year. <laughs> <laughs> xbox but, uh, double x what i told I'm my getting, son i'm getting that xbox triple x motherfucker because that's how i roll <laughs> right i told my son i go i'm gonna buy that xbox x and then put the other xbox in your room and he goes oh can we have the xbox x i'm like no but you can get your ass a job right <laughs> you gotta charge your fucking mind so i'm trying I, i'm actually like i've been feeling that itch to get on that xbox yeah I, I don't like i don't know but if i move it up here in the boys room i can play it on my computer yeah, that's because right. Because this is the slick thing. Because I was telling the dude at my work, and this is off topic, but I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> he goes, oh, I, I don't like playing it online be- uh, or the streaming thing because of the um, the lag that I get with my controller. I'm like, what you do is if your console is a few rooms next door, that Xbox controller works just fine synced up to the console. So I have no lag because if it's upstairs – the Xbox controller sync to the console like I'm in front of it. And then I'm just sitting there staring at my computer. So the only thing I'm looking at is the screen. There's no there's no controller lag whatsoever. Hmm. Bomb. <laughs> like in your house, you you in your house you probably have the same thing. But you don't need to do that because you don't have multiple, you know, people up your ass. Just go play it on the TV. But if I put the Xbox in the boys' room, I don't care if it's in the boys' room. I, I got a fucking 32 inch connected to my fucking computer right now, motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> give a shit G, well, that, that, escalate, that escalated quickly <laughs> but you know and it but it, yeah it there's there there's this dynamic that seems to be happening as of late as of brands and companies you know thinking you know oh well we can do whatever we want because everybody thinks that's the the that uh what is it the the apple the apple um uh, loyalty that Apple forces everybody to do what they want and you know everybody just kind of deals with it the problem is is when you're dealing if you have an Apple device you're you've already kind of signed into that ecosystem you know they tell you what to do everything goes the way it's supposed to because that's how they want it to and you just kind of do it outside of that people aren't like that yeah. Even even Apple users, even Apple users that, you know, they're willing to take that on their their iPhone or their iPad or what have you. But outside of that, no, they want what everybody else wants. You know, they're going to they're going to have loyalty to whoever can offer them the most for cheap. Well, that's why I think is people confuse loyalty for convenience. Yeah. You know, and Apple, the reason why Apple does so well, I think, for a lot of people is marketing. They market it as they are the best at it. 
Everyone else is a pain in the ass. Everyone else doesn't work great, but Apple is perfect. Apple works great. So when you buy into that, you're you're not, you don't have a need for anybody else. And one of the things that I think Apple is better at is allowing multiple devices to pull from a central source. You, if you if you kind of understand my meaning, meaning that you know you buy a movie from your iPhone, it automatically shows up at everything else. There's no, oh, you have to program. Oh, it. Yeah. you have to do this. You have to do that. You know. Well, they so- practically invented that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Apple's. I mean, that shit's seamless. Like, yeah. it, there is no issue. If I buy, it, it, well, I wouldn't. But let's say um Steve <laughs> bought something on iTunes. Every de- every Apple device he has now have access access. Like it was nothing. Like you don't even have to think about it. You have to go in the settings. Well, that like was that. A, that was the thing. Is like um, on my laptop, I was adding um, because at my old job, I was doing another job where I was watching shit on my um, or listening to it basically on my iPod. So I was putting even movies on there because I could listen to the movie and kind of have it propped that I could kind of look at it from time to time. But I ended up uh, uh, reinstalling Windows on that bitch. And I ended up reset, um, ended up uh, not putting iTunes on that and put it on another computer, logged into my account, suddenly on another computer, logged into my um, um, Apple TV. It was all there. All of those, all of those that I ever downloaded, fucking old Doctor Who and How I Met Your Mother episodes that I bought years ago, still there, you know, and it's like, it's like, it is seamless and it's just like you kind of forget when you look and you're like oh shit i forgot i had those <laughs> you know and it's it's so much better than a lot of the the other companies that do it it's just like you know you have to go th- the one thing that i actually gave um apple credit apple well actually no i can't blame apple there there's some apps that act like they are way too fucking cool for school showtime is one of the biggest problems that i have you have a Showtime, um, it's Showtime everywhere or something like that. But you know, it's one of those apps that if you subscribe to it on, you know, a provider, you get it free everywhere else. You can get the app on. So I have the app on Xbox, have it on my um, Apple TV. Literally, almost every time I turn it on, it could be a couple of days. I have to reauthorize it. So yeah. I have to go through, do that, and I'm like going seriously, Showtime. You think you're that much better than um, HBO, um, HBO Go or now, whatever the one is. But like, I never have to do it on HBO. But it's like every other time I have to do it on Showtime, it's like you guys aren't that fucking cool. You know, it's just like you, you guys need to stop. But when I went on to, um, when I went on to, I was thinking, oh, I got to log in with uh, my account on Amazon or whatnot. So I got on there and it said to just go here. Do you want to enter with the passcode or your login information? I go, fuck that. I'll use a lo- um, passcode. Gave me the passcode. Boop, 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 boom. Right in there. Brought up my whole screen, my name, everything. I was like, why can't they all be like that? <laughs> it's like, why can't we all, can't, why can't we all be like that? You know, yeah. why, why do we have to make things so fucking difficult? I don't know. The best device I've ever used for streaming for a general purpose pirating um, but no. oh wait no well no, even pirating if you want to be real yeah. <laughs> is the is the xbox one like that that one to me is the pinnacle of streaming devices and that's another thing pirating quote unquote there actually is a thing too a playstation if you play a film that maybe you got through an alternative source <laughs> it will only play 20 minutes of it and then it will say it doesn't have the encoding 
because Sony owns a lot of movies, you know, so they're they're a little bit more on that. Microsoft play fucking anything. Yeah, I think that thing plays MKV files sometimes. Yeah, it depends on the audio, I think. Yeah, because there there were times where I've had certain MKV files and I've tried to play them through. Um, what do you call it? Uh, fuck. Um, what's that? The uh, the one that you use on Windows? I the name just slipped my mind. VLC. VLC. They have a they have an app on um on uh Xbox, Xbox One, but it doesn't always work. But then also, um, another thing the Xbox does is since it's so ingrained with Windows now, is I can be on my computer, and the Xbox is downstairs, and the kids will go, "Oh, I want to watch blah blah blah." Okay, and like maybe it's like a, a, what was the last movie I played? It was a recording. I recorded like um one of their games mm-hmm. at the school, so it wasn't pirated, assholes. Okay, all I <laughs> had to do was right click on the file, go to play two, play to Xbox. Immediately was playing on the Xbox. Like that's next level shit. Like it, the right. connectivity is is off is off the fucking chat. You know, so I think Apple and Microsoft. Those two companies are doing it the best when it yeah. comes to streaming and it comes to all that. If you're in one of those ecosystems, you Stay have no there. need. Yeah, you have no need for anything else. You, you, right. You've already picked one of the best. You know, so you're good to go. Apple, spectacular job with, with content, providing content and stuff like that. Microsoft, I think um, they, they've been doing it in less time, but phenomenal job too. One of the things that I, I have to say about both Apple and Microsoft it's also interface. The interfaces yeah. are clean. They're sleek. They're, and you know, some people are like, "What the fuck do I care about the interface?" You will care about the interface if you're going into it day after ducking day. Um, you're going to be worrying about the interface. And I'm that person too. I don't, I don't need it to be pretty. I just need it to be functional, like not in my way. Just, you know, think, of it, I, just think of it as a chick or a guy, whichever you're <laughs> into. You know, it's like, you know, they're they have kind of a pretty face. You know. That's okay for time being, but after a while, you're going to want the whole package. Like, I think Apple <laughs> Apple focuses more on uh, looking you can really... Send your, you can send your emails to the lazygeeksnetwork at right. gmail.com. <laughs> um, Apple focuses a lot on making things extremely pretty, but mm. it's also still functional. I think Microsoft focuses more on simplicity and function. So it depends on what you want. Like, neither way is bad. Yeah, but the thing is, is that I I consider the now I consider Microsoft <laughs> um, their interface very much on the same par as Apple because it, it is very easy to move around. It's very yeah. easy to get to, and it's not just kind of it used Windows, to be a pain in the ass. Windows eight tiles would just fuck like, you. Stop it. Yeah. Just stop. That You're latest, trying too fucking hard. The Xbox One latest update. Yeah, I love sleek that. as fuck, and no no problem with that. Yeah. It took me a minute. Like Except their afraid. Amazon Prime app is kind of fucking up on me. I'm going to have to delete it and then and reinstall it. yet again, it. we fall back on Amazon. Stop fucking up. Because, like, you know, I go in there and I go to hit it, and one day it'll work, and the other one's giving me an error. And when I look up that error code, everybody's like, yeah, just uninstall it and reinstall it, and it should work. I can stream everything from the Xbox. I can be watching a Netflix movie on my computer and then go, oh, I'm going to go downstairs. Stream Xbox, boom, <laughs> full control. Or I can get real crazy with it. I actually did this last night, and I was talking about it earlier, where um I wanted to check if I had a game. I couldn't remember if I downloaded it or not. I fucking open the Xbox app. My lazy ass. I'm not gonna go downstairs. 
stream two looked at it real quick oh yep there it is and then off the stream my wife was like can you stop fucking with the xbox <laughs> <laughs> well i have i have that on my um when i'm watching something on my um ipad it registers my apple tv and it's like do you want to watch it there it's like yeah yeah why not <laughs> better screen i can lay back you know easier to masturbate too that's right yeah, you know because that's what it comes down to in the end yeah, which device <laughs> provides Pornhub the fastest? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So basically our conclusion comes down to, and I think there was an accident in front of my house, um, that it basically comes down to it benefits no one. And one of these, the, the, day, the thing is, is that if a company ceases to offer you what they have or, or what you need, ditch them. And in yeah. the end, eventually what's going to happen is they're going to say, hey, you know what? They really don't fucking care. They will bail on you. And then it, it, it'll prompt them to actually fucking do it better. Well, there was a big talk in the video game sphere of, um, and they, there was just people talking about that maybe this is a possible future where companies just build the device and all games and all services are cross-platform. And because the people only care about the services, they don't give a shit about yeah. the device. So, And they were even talking about people providing the device for free. Yeah. And then you just you just pay you pay for you know the use the Roku of, of gaming exactly now you're, the Xbox uh, fifteen or whatever number <laughs> scheme they switch to is like ten bucks right and, but you have to have Xbox Live <laughs> <laughs> all right so I guess on on that note we should run into our what the actual fuck mine's a little disturbing of course it had to be. Um, <laughs> And I titled this, Seriously, He Got a Warrant for What? <laughs> a federal appeals court ruled Tuesday in favor of a Virginia man who, as a teen, was once ordered by a lower court to be photographed while masturbating in the presence of an armed police officers. What the the warrant was ostensibly part of an ongoing sexting investigation into the then teen Trey Sims, who had exchanged explicit messages with his then 15-year-old girlfriend. Her mother reported the incident to uh, Manassas City Police Department in January 2014. Eventually, the detective assigned to the case, David Abbott, obtained a signed warrant to take photographs of Sims' naked body, including the suspect's erect penis, so that they, he could compare them to Sims' explicit messages. When this bizarre effort was unsuccessfully attempted, Abbott then obtained a second warrant authorizing police to escort Sims to a hospital for a erection-inducing injection. This injection ultimately never took place after mass, massive public outcry. Abbott committed suicide in, 2000, in December 2015 when officers came to arrest him on separate charges relating to pedophilia. Ultimately, Sims served one year of probation. In early 2016, Sims sued Abbott's estate, alleging violation of the Fourth Amendment, among other accusations. Lawyers representing the Abbott estate argued that their client was shielded by the qualified immunity, the notion in American law that general, generally protects law enforcement officers in gray area situations from legal liability. In a two-to-one majority opinion, the Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals found Tuesday that the initial warrant against Sims was an obvious unconstitutional violation. The Fourth Circuit ruled that Sims' lawsuit against the estate of the now-deceased officer who had led to the sexting investigation, David Abbott, could move forward. 
quote, we cannot perceive any circumstance that would justify a police searching a police search requiring an individual to masturbate in the presence of others, end quote. Two of the Fourth Circuit judges wrote, quote, sexually invasive searches require a require that the search bar some discern um oh the search bears some discernible relationship with safety concerns suspect suspected hidden contraband and evidentiary evidentiary need the case will now be sent back down to the federal district court of alexandria virginia what the fuck (laughs) like how does a judge go oh yeah yeah that makes that makes sense that makes total sense to me like (laughs) ew yeah like you couldn't the phone number wasn't enough because <laughs> you know i mean unless he had a burner phone or something like that and they had to prove but come on we need to take a picture of his erect penis to make sure isn't that what got him in trouble in the first place i know <laughs> so let's it's make like, him do it again it's so you can almost imagine they say we're gonna have to take a picture of your dick and he's like wait a minute is this entrapment? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, wait, are we doing this again? <laughs> Isn't that why I'm in here to begin with? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, my story. It's, I would. Say, I listen, kept rolling my eyes when I saw the story all week. I was just rolling my fucking eyes. I'm going to. I would say don't try this at home, but I can only assume that the people listening to this podcast are not this fucking stupid. <laughs> um, but the views, though. <laughs> yeah i put as the the title of this but but the views <laughs> and 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 at least twice a year there's something like this somebody does something yeah. incredibly dumb just for attention and it's really sad um not sad and like a, i'm feel bad for them sad and a jesus christ like what the <laughs> fuck firefighters in central england were left seriously unimpressed now let me explain something. If you, if someone in England says they are seriously unimpressed, they're basically like, you're a pathetic fuck. Like, that's like, that's pretty disrespectful, professional way to say that in England. I'm seriously unimpressed. After a YouTube video stunt went horrifically wrong. A I can't wolf- see how this would have gone wrong. <laughs> a Wolverhampton-based prankster had his friends cement his head inside a microwave oven on Thursday afternoon, according to authorities. Let me read that one more time. <laughs> um, a Wolverhampton-based prankster had his friends cement his head into a microwave oven. That's something I never thought I would say all in one second. <laughs> his pals fed an air tube into the device so that he could breathe. At least they were smart enough to think of that. Yeah. And he covered his face with, with a plastic bag. But their attempt at making a cement mold of his features backfired. After spending almost 90 minutes desperately trying to free the man from the appliance, his friends called on fire crews to deal with the consequences. It took them 90 minutes, guys. 90 <laughs> minutes to call the, call the firefighters. At least they hadn't switched the device on. That I probably would. Whatever. <laughs> I know. Hey, you still got that popcorn in there? <laughs> right. Hey, but Just I'm close your eyes. Just hey, close you your see, eyes. Did you see a hot pocket in there, bro? Because, like... <laughs> As funny as this sounds, this young man could... <laughs> you getting hungry? Let me slip a hot pocket in there. Right. Turn it on. <laughs> this young man could could quite easily have suffocated or have been seriously injured. Sean D- Dakin from the West Midlands Fire Service said via a statement. All of the group all of the group involved were very apologetic, Dakin <laughs> said. Um, but this was clearly a call out 
which might have pre- might have prevented us from helping someone else in genuine accidental need. <laughs> so basically, he's like, if y'all weren't fucking up, we could actually be helping someone who needed real help. Right, exactly. The man was left shaken but unharmed after his rescue. Multiple media organizations have identified the prankster as 22-year-old Jay Swingler from the TGF Bro YouTube channel. Jeez. Oh, <sighs> was it Thursday, bro or bruh? It's bro. It's bro. <laughs> bro. Um, late Thursday, the channel shared a video which contained some distressing scenes of the stunt gone wrong. So they posted it, of course. Because, you know, the views. The views. Yeah. Um, no. The views. So obviously, I, I think Mr. Swingler um, did not anticipate that when cement hardens, <laughs> it expands. Um, <laughs> so obviously, it hardened, it expanded. And if you ever wake up and think, gee, I really feel like encasing my skull <laughs> in rock, don't do it. That's what right. I'm saying. Like, just, just, you know, let that, let that breeze right past you. Go get a drink. Just relax. <laughs> and honestly, think, if you think about it for a second, watch the um, Discovery Science Channel, learn a little something, and then rethink that. <laughs> they videotape the whole rescue too. They have a little clip of it in the article. That's probably on their Patreon too. I bet. <laughs> Big ass microwave on this dude's head. It, it looks like it looks like they took the outer. Oh, the rescuers probably took the outer casing of the microwave off. <laughs> to see if they could probably cut into it but um microwaves are actually pretty sturdy yeah. things because they are, so you know they don't one of them probably was like eye. you got a hot pocket in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> some crisps some crisps in there but this is the i i love how the um the firefighters are like dude what if something actually happened right. they probably would have left his ass there oh, you're gonna have to wait <laughs> someone actually needs help because they're yeah. not a jackass right yeah God, what a fucking dude and this and yeah. and you have to he had i hope he relishes in the fact that if he would have died no one would have cared like if <laughs> i read the story though. right the if, if i read the story that he died from this i would have been good like yeah. what you know what are we losing really you know <laughs> tgf bros the fuck out of here that's it for me yeah i guess that's it for us that's it for everyone <laughs> and that's it for this show. Please rate and review on iTunes or anywhere else that allows it. Helps us out immensely, of course. If you want to catch any of our back shows, definitely Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio for now, and Google Play <laughs> Music, as well as our website, thelazygeeks.com. If you want to suggest stories for the show, you can share them on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, uh, Twitter and Instagram. I mean, if you want to share them there, you can do that, but we're also there under the name The Lazy Geeks, all one word. Any feedback you want to give us that we would be delighted to read, drop it on the site, thelazygeeks.com, or send it to our mailbox. <laughs> our mailbox. Send us a fucking email. <laughs> thelazygeeksnetwork at gmail.com. And you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek. And you can check out my other podcast every Wednesday, the Extended Play Movie Podcast. This week we are continuing our Christmas uh, film reviews and this week we'll be talking about the Chevy Chase classic Christmas Vacation uh, and you can grab that on iTunes Stitcher and Google Play Music follow my Facebook page facebook.com slash themiddleagegeek and you can check out my other musings at themiddleagegeek.com and don't ask me to whitelist you yeah please don't yeah. Um, 
I'll whitelist you for them nudes, though. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. no. uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at SapienTLG. All right, and be sure to tune in on Friday for our final Cheap Seats, where we actually not only end the series, but we also end our arc with leading up to Justice League with Justice League. Find out our thoughts. We've been kind of quiet on what we thought about, even though we've seen it already a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Um, be sure to check out what we actually thought about it. So that is it for us this week, uh, our second to final show of the year. So until next time, peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Mm-hmm.